This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Uh. I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Dippy Hedron. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Well, hello there. This is Jillian Sidwell from Selective Custom Dog Services. Here to answer your training questions and your behavior questions at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Jayla, and she'll put you on the air with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show is produced here at the farm by... Devin Leach. Thank you, Devin. Once again, give us a call at 844-305-7800. You can watch us on Facebook Live at Talkin' Pets Radio. But this is Happy Holidays, Talkin' Pets. And happy holidays to everybody out there. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. We want to hear from you if you've got questions about your pets. We are open to your training and your behavior questions. Once again, uh, joining us uh, out of Tennessee is Jillian Sidlow. Hey, Jilly. Hey, baby. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? How's the weather in Tennessee? It's cold. Here too. Yeah, it is cold here. <laughs> Actually, uh, Devin's got the doors open to the studio, so it's really cold. But my cats are having a good day. <laughs> I got the long sleeve shirt on, so I'm a little warm. <laughs> oh, awesome! So, how are the dogs dealing with the cold? You have two Rotties. Are they do, uh, are they faring really well? They love it. Um, they just get very feisty, and they want to stay outside as long as possible. Um, Xerxes, my male Rottweiler, will not wear you know, a sweater or anything like that, you know, because he's too hot-blooded. But Nala wears a beautiful, like a racing coat 
Um, I actually got it from the show a few years back, and she loves it, and I waterproofed it. And she just runs around, and they run through the woods and up the mountains, and they love it. And then at night when I light the wood-burning stove, they like to snuggle up in front of it and um, enjoy the evening with mom. So how are they dealing with the fact of like kind of new animals and different animals in the area? Because you used to live down south in the Florida area, and now you're up there in Tennessee. Well, um, the deer make them crazy, and they want to chase them. Um, <laughs> but squirrels and birds, that's all the same. And, you know, my neighbors live so far away from me that... It's only occasionally that we'll see another dog on a trail, and, you know, they're okay with that. So, so far, so good. Um, I've had bears on the property, but I have not seen a bear on the property. So, they must be just forging at night while we're sleeping. Well, that's good. I mean, you don't want to have them have a confrontation with a wild animal, that's for sure. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That would be very scary. But, you know, I appropriately carry my bear spray, and um, I have these little things. They're called screamers. That It's kind of like a little grenade, but when you pull the, the little tab on it, it sets off a siren um, to frighten animals away. So that's, that's, that's easy for me to use if I have to clear a trail. Actually, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I they mean, clear like pretty fast when you, when you turn on a screamer. No, that's that's a good yeah, idea. I, I do. Um, you can get them. Yeah, it's great because you know it's, you're doing no harm. It's just the noise, and the noise will it'll scare anything, whether it's a bear, a deer, coyote, um, you know, possums, you know, raccoons, foxes. I have a lot of foxes around here, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a good deterrent if you need it. You know what also works to keep some wild animals out of your territory. So your dogs, whether your dogs, you have big dogs, but even small dogs are more at risk, um, like your chihuahuas and your Pomeranians and animals will pick them up in a second. Yeah. Pee around your yard. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, you know, absolutely. It may, absolutely. It may, it, yeah. it may look a little weirder I for the women. I used to live in Aspen. <laughs> Just don't eat the yellow snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the dogs. Um, no, yeah, nope. I used to live in Aspen, Colorado and, oh, you're talking about me. Okay. That's not going to happen, but <laughs> I do let them, I walk them around the perimeters every day and let them pee everywhere. And I let them do their business up in the woods too. And that seems to keep the animals at bay Yeah, but because human... they can smell them. They're big dogs and they don't want any part of it. Animals usually won't cross around uh, human urine as well. I know it works really well around, like, if you have a garden and you want to keep rabbits out, or even coyotes, if they smell that human urine, they usually will back away from there or go another direction. So you may want to try it. Run around your yard one night when you got it, like, after a couple of drinks, and just, you know, drop it where it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's something in the back of my head, John, tells me that you're pulling my leg. No, I'm so not. I'm not going to try this because I know you. And you would mess with me because I know you. That's what no. best friends do to one another. No, so, it's no, I am not going to go out and pee around my yard. It's absolutely true. <laughs> that, 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 that is a deterrent. Um, another thing that they sell that you can get at stores. Okay. And I was in my doctor's office one day, and I'm sitting in the waiting room, and these two older women were talking about their gardening. 
how they can't keep rabbits out and everything. And I had to say something, you know. So all of a sudden, I, I looked at the one woman and I said, uh, go to your local pet store and buy some coyote urine. She looked at me like I, I was an alien that just visited Earth. I was like, it's true. She said, they sell pee? And I said, yes, they do. And it's coyote urine. And that will keep a lot of the, you know, deer and also rabbits or anything like skunks or anything like that away from what you want it away from because, you know, those animals don't want to cross paths with a coyote. Um, same thing with, like, even larger animals right. with, with, with people urine. Same thing. Now everybody's going to be peeing in their backyard tonight. <laughs> huh. So, hey, but have a good time at it. Hope you have, uh, well, hope you have a couple of drinks I think it would be much. <laughs> I think it would be much more ladylike of me, JP, if I actually filled up a mason jar and just walked around the yard and and poured it on things instead of actually walking around my yard and squatting in the yard. <laughs> I, I, you know, you can do the mason jar. I don't know how much you go, but a mason jar is kind of big, isn't it? Um, but then again, who knows? We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back with Jilly. If you've got a question or a comment, pick up the phone and give us a call. 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas from all of us. We are live and we want to talk with you. So pick up the phone. 844-305-7800. bite out of your competition advertise your business with an ad in pet life radio podcasts and radio shows there is no other pet related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than pet life radio with over 7 million monthly listeners pet life radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms and our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, odyssey Tune in, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Odyssey Station Cluster in Buffalo raised more than 81000 for a local cha- for a local chapter of the SPCA during a recent radiothon. The radiothon saw on-air personalities and staffers from WTSS 102.5 FM, Star 102.5, WBN 930 AM, and WLKK 107.7 FM, and The Wolf. Raise cash and awareness for the SPCA serving Erie County. We take the opportunity to support the amazing and important work the SPCA carries out each and every day in our community. Very seriously and express incredible gratitude for our listeners who rally to help fund the SPCA's mission to make a difference. Tim Holly, the Senior Vice President and Market Manager of Odyssey Buffalo, said in a statement. 
The Radiothon was broadcast live on Thursday, December 8th, and featured interviews and stories about how the SPCA is impacting the local community. The total amount of the money raised for SPCA serving Erie County was $81,102.15. Visit TalkingPets.com for this story and more, and join our Facebook family. Reporting, I'm Devin Leach. Wishing you a Merry Christmas. And Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year to everybody out there. Thank you, Carrie. Um, I'm John Patch. Joining us is Julian Sidlow and Devin Leach. So, um, that story with the SPCA, that's pretty cool. I mean, I know there's a lot of radio stations across the country that do a lot of holiday um, fundraising, you know, for SPCAs and shelters and all. Julie, have you been to your shelter? Do you have one nearby in Tennessee where you live? Um, I do. I have one down the mountain from me in Elizabethton, Tennessee, which I have actually uh, had to turn in some animals already um, to them. And uh, I have a beautiful one just over the border because I'm one mile from the North Carolina border, and there's one in Newland that is absolutely beautiful that I have gone down there, and I've dropped my cards just to see if I can, you know, assist in any way or... um, possibly, you know, give my time. You know, it's so difficult. I always say, you know, uh, for people to walk into a shelter or a rescue and see all those animals, and, you know, it's it's difficult to walk out without one. But the thing is, too, um, if you walk in there and you see those beautiful faces and those animals without homes, you might think twice about spay and neuter, correct? Absolutely. Um, that That's the best thing that you can do, not only for you, but for your neighbors and for the um, psychological welfare of the dog is to always spay and neuter your animals because, you know, if you don't, then either other males are trying to get to your females or your male is running away and trying to get to other females in the neighborhood, and it's just a bad situation. And, you know, dogs don't know any better when they're in heat, and sometimes they can get killed that way. It's a very dangerous situation, so you should always spay and neuter them just for everybody's well-being. I agree. And um, also, too, on, on the medical aspect, it just benefits them so well, um, rather than, uh, not rather than, but also in contributing to the um, the behavioral aspects, like you said. I want to ask you, um, now that, of course, it's winter time and so many is getting snow across the country, there's certain dogs, and I find it a little bit more in the smaller dogs than I do the larger ones, do you have any remedy that you could tell people about how to get their dog to go outside in the snow? 
Um, what do you think? Because some dogs don't want to get their feet wet. Yeah, I, I kind of have that problem when it's raining really hard with my female Rottweiler. And it's not that she doesn't want to get her feet wet. She's, it's the noise of the rain that really bothers her. And, you know, that makes it it's hard. But, you know, I do put a raincoat on them, and I put a raincoat on me, and I walk with them. Sometimes I'll even carry an umbrella. But um, I can't say yet because of the snow. They have not seen snow yet. But my other Rottweilers, when I lived in Aspen, Colorado, absolutely loved the snow. Couldn't keep them out of it. But I say protect the paws. And if you are living in this inner city limit, get a salve for the paws because of the salt that they spread everywhere on the sidewalks to keep people from falling down right. is poisonous to your dogs. And it will, it will just burn through their pads, peel their feet, and it can make them very, very sick and not be able to walk. But I even, right now, I use a salve um, just running through the woods and, you know, climbing rocks and things like that just to keep their paws in really good shape so that, you know, they don't get dry or chapped. And I'm hoping that that will help as well when we start to get a lot of snow up here and it will protect them, you know, from the cold because they will not wear lots. Some dogs will wear booties. Mine will not wear booties. So I'm just going to have to keep their feet clean and conditioned so that they're okay. And watch your timing when you're out in the snow too. If your feet, your toes are cold, it's just like, you know, in the summer, if you touch the pavement and it's too hot for your hand, it's too hot for your dog's paws. So if your toes are getting frozen and you're outside playing, then it's time for the dogs to go in and have a rest as well. I want to give something away, so... And we're off. But this one's going to be different. It's not going to be an animal sound. I am going to give you a trivia question that goes with the holidays, Christmas and all. So here's your trivia question. If you guess it right, you can go with SCOE 10X, the older eliminator. We have Vitacraft, the treats for your cats, uh, the meaty morsels, and the lick and lap. We also have calendars for 2023. I've got books on dogs and cats. I've got one Christmas book left from um, Chicken Soup for the Soul. And I've got some CDs from Gino Sasani. About, it's a music reptile CD. And I've got uh, collapsible bowls, water bowls to take with you when you're walking with your dogs. Um, and those are the Talking Pets bowls. So here is your trivia question. Which popular Christmas beverage is also called Milk Punch? Which popular Christmas beverage is also called Milk Punch? 844-305-7800. Pick up the phone and give us a call if you think you know the answer to that trivia question and you can win something. 844-305-7800. By the way, a big shout out on our Facebook Live um, to uh, Darla and also Liba. Liba's on there from Greenwich, Connecticut. So a big shout out to them and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy New Year. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. 844-305-7800. You're listening to Talking Pets. Laughing all the way. Bells on about to ring. Making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a slang song For those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal, the death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. 
Many times, this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends, leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet, Dr. Julianne Corbin calls attention to the difficulties unique to the loss of a beloved pet and provides an interactive and compassionate guide to help you process your loss and work towards coming to a place of peace and healing. For those interested in journal therapy and looking for a professionally written and compassionate resource to help understand and reconcile the grief associated with the loss of your pet, this book is for you. And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. So out of Orlando, Florida, the Foxborough Tiffany running down a dream, an English Springer Spaniel known as Earl triumphed over 1,617 dogs ages 6 months to 18 months to become the AKC Royal Canid National All-Breed Junior of the Year. It was held in Orlando, Florida, and um, also in conjunction with the AKC National Championship presented by Royal Canin, Earl, owned by Susan Still of Howell, Michigan, and bred by Susan Still and Melissa Thorson, was crowned Junior of the Year by an esteemed panel of judges consisting of Mr. Desmond Murphy, Mr. Carl Jean Liebman, and Mr. Dominic Pauleski, um, Kuroda, after qualifying canine competitions. Now, also, um, the group winners after winning best of breed competitions, the following top dogs went on to win in their respective groups and compete for Puppy Junior of the Year. Sporting Foxborough Tiffany running down a dream, an English Springer Spaniel known as Earl, owned by Susan Still of Howell, Michigan. Like I said, that was the one in sporting. The hound was Fleshner's utter perfection, a bloodhound known as Sterling, owned by J&T. Um, also, the working group, Mullins Cosmopolitan, or Cosmopolitan, say that three times, Cosmopolitan at Poconos. A boxer known as Cosmo, owned by Donna Simpson, Monique, and Linda Mastropaska of Newfoundland, Pennsylvania. The Terrier Group, uh, Shycotts, the Dark Horse, a Scottish Terrier known as Stetson, uh, that one in the Terrier Group. Also in the Toy, uh, Kimmy Love, Tarzan, a Pomeranian known as Tarzan, non-sporting, Daywin Hot Commodity, a standard poodle known as Carly, owned by Linda C. Campbell. And in the herding group, there was Daimler's Geographically Courageous O-Images, uh, CGC, TKN, a Belgian sheepdog known as Helen. I kind of like the short names better than the, than the long ones. But anyway, happy holidays to everybody out there. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 844-305-7800. 
844-305-7800. This is Talkin' Pets. And again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. We welcome your calls and questions at 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. We want to hear from you, so pick up the phone and give us a call if you think you know what the answer to the trivia question is that we put out there. Which popular Christmas beverage is also called Milk Punch? What is it? 844-305-7800. It's not just cold and flu season for us. Canine flu and other viruses that make dogs sick are also spreading. Like people, pets are also dealing with plenty of viruses that can make them sick right now. There's canine influenza and pneumovirus. Most dogs will experience 10 to 14 days of runny nose and coughing, but there is a significant subset of those dogs that will progress to pneumonia that can be very life-threatening, said Dr. Cindy Crawford with the University of Florida's College of Veterinary Medicine. Some animal shelters have had a to suspend dog adoptions because of flu or the viruses out there. Now, once it starts spreading, it just goes, according to uh, the doctors. Dr. Crawford said the message is the same for sick pets as it is for sick people. Limit their activity so they can get some rest. Be sure to confine them at home because whatever's causing their cold is likely contagious to other dogs. While there is no vaccine for the viruses, there is a canine influenza vaccine. So, If you're planning to board your dog over Christmas, now is the time to get them vaccinated. The timing is so important because their antibody production is what needs to build up. Dog owners should also always be on the lookout for warning signs. If your dog stops eating or has difficulty breathing, contact your veterinarian. Getting your dog vaccinated for canine influenza may not prevent infection altogether, but it may reduce the severity and duration of the illness. Visit TalkinPets.com for this story and more, and join our Facebook family. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Now I put a trivia question out there for everybody. And the question is, which popular Christmas beverage is also called milk punch? So um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We're going to go out to my buddy in Connecticut, and that would be Leva. Hey, Leva. How you doing? Hi, John. What a merry Christmas. Hi, Leva. Merry Christmas. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a hectic day, but I'm doing okay. 
Okay. I think it's eggnog. You think the answer is eggnog? Yes. Congratulations. You are 100% correct. How about correct. if I give that, um, that, uh, thing to someone else that called in? You want to pay it forward? Yes. Sounds this good. The next caller. So what we'll do is, uh, Jaylar's our producer at the network, so Jayla, who's ever on the next line, um, ask them what they want, and it's theirs, compliments of Leva in Greenwich, Connecticut. Yes, and Merry Christmas. And I want to ask you a question. If you had to come back as an animal, which animal would you come back as? Oh, wow. Um, that's tricky. That is a very I wasn't tricky. prepared for that one, but... um. Speechless. Yeah, I think um, I think I'd like to come back as a cat, um, as a house I cat. So. Yeah, as I mean, I love my cats. And then the other thing, if you have a good uh, pet parent and they take care of the cats and everything like I do, you have a good life. And um, you know, the domestic cat usually lives anywhere between fifteen and into their twenties, so it's a pretty long life considering. Um, wild animals. Yeah. I, I do love the big cats. I love tigers, but due to encroachment by mankind, there's only two thousand left in the wild. So I don't know if I'd want to come back as a tiger because it doesn't seem good that my life would be, uh, you know, for very long. I know. See. Uh, I so what animal would you come back cat. as, Leva? Um, a cat as well. You would come back as cats. a cat as well. Well, yeah. So yes. you can't go wrong with a cat. I love cats too. So I they're... love them tremendously. And I have a question about my cat. Go right ahead. Um, you see my cat. You mentioned the word food, feed, hungry, anything that's related to food. He starts eating. Yeah, well, they and they learn. My cat is like that, as you know, with the Vitacraft treats. I mean, she is obsessed. So I don't even have to say the word. If I touch a bag that sounds like the Vitacraft bag, you know, the crinkles, I, she goes insane. But animals pick but, up on words, and if your cat is picking up on words, then, yeah. As soon as you say that word, she knows right away. Then overweight a little bit. Like he yeah, you need to, to cut back on the snacks. Yeah, he's, I'm worried. Because yeah, just, he's little. He's pudgy. Yeah, he's fat, and I'm worried. <laughs> I was being nice old. by saying pudgy. So, yeah, but I he, mean, yeah, check him out with the veterinarian. Let them check because your cat is overweight um, and make sure everything's good with the heart and all that. But overall, um, I would basically just try to cut back on some of the treats. So you probably you're overfeeding the cat or the cat's not getting enough exercise. So make sure you got some toys for the cat to play with too that they can run around with. And I always say get new toys and pull up the old toys and let them play with the new one because it's a, it's a new thing for them to get into and then go back to the old toys when they're done with the new toys. It's like a whole new starting over. Yeah, he used to climb up on the window and now he doesn't. Because he's too fat. So he just climbs on the bed, yeah. Yeah. Well, be careful on the bed, too, because um, if they jump off the bed and they're overweight, they can hurt themselves. I know. I have to lift them up. 
<laughs> yep. Either lift them or get some of those pet stairs. They work pretty well. Yes. Thank you, John. Thanks, Leva. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. You too. Have a great Christmas. You too. That's Leva out there in Greenwich, Connecticut, and uh, listening on WGCH. And uh, Julie, she's a sweetheart, isn't she? Oh, she's darling. She's been on before. I recognize her voice. No, Leva's actually become one of our, um, like, uh, Leva and Darla, they're our number one fans out there. So, uh, yeah. So, the, yeah. So they call. Just but, love um, and adore Darla. She's so, a, a dream. I don't know if, uh, Jayla, if you, if you paid it forward to the next person that was holding, but feel free, um, the next person that calls in compliments of Leva in Greenwich, Connecticut, you can pick out a prize of your choice. Just tell Jayla, you don't even have to come on the line with this if you don't want to go on the air, but you can go with the SCOE 10X, the odor eliminator. You can go with the Vitacraft treats, the uh, Lick and Lap, which has been featured as one of the top pet products in People magazine this year. Um, also, you can go with the Meaty Morsels, or we've got books and all, calendars for 2023, and I've got a collapsible water bowl, a Talking Pets bowl. Uh, that you can get too. So those are your choices, but Leva paid it forward. So um, call, and you don't even have to come on here. It's automatically your price. So uh, and you'll speak with Jayla, our producer at the network. Eight four four three zero five seventy eight hundred. You're listening to Talking Pets. So Jilly. Yes. So are you staying warm? Do you have the fireplace on up there, and you're all cozy? I do. Yes, I have a fire just about every night. I mean, if it's not going down below, you know, 45, 50, I don't like the, the wood-burning stove. But, you know, once it gets under that 40-degree mark, I'm lighting that puppy up about 6 o'clock, and I burn it until, you know, about 11, and it keeps the house toasty all night long. saves a lot of electricity. Do you have your uh, fuzzy slippers on? Uh, no, you- I'm, I'm still dressed in everything I was working today because, you know, we were trying to get up for the show and I didn't have time to relax before. <laughs> well, when we come back, you're going to hear a story from Jilly, so don't go away. You're listening to Talkin' Pets, 844-305-7800. Again, that's 844-305-7800. I'm John Patch. I'm we... Jalyn Sidlow. And this is Talkin' Pets. Here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Jingle, 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 jingle
Animal Dermatology Group, Inc., the ADG, congratulates the newest group of veterinarians that have achieved diplomatic status with the American College of Veterinary Dermatology, which is the ACVD, including six members of the ADG medical team. This new contingent of the ACVD diplomates are recognized as specialists in a diagnosis and treatment of chronic dermatological conditions, including benign and malignant disorders of the skin, hair, ears, and nails in animals. They join board-certified veterinary dermatologists practicing in the U.S. and throughout the world. The ACVD is accredited by the American Veterinary Medical Association and responsible for maintaining postgraduate training and certification standards for the veterinary dermatology specialty in the United States. It mandates a rigorous curriculum of specialized training for veterinarians seeking to become board-certified veterinary dermatologists. ACVD requirements include a one-year internship, three years of comprehensive clinical study in an ACVD-approved residency program, scholarly publication of original research in veterinary dermatology, and the successful completion of the ACVD board-certifying examination. ADG medical team members, part of the ACVD's newest class of diplomats, practice across the Kelly Creating ADC Las Vegas, Nevada, Dr. Melissa Lowinger, ADC Wayne, New Jersey, Dr. Henrietta Parnell-Turner, ADC San Diego, California, Dr. Catlin Robertson, ADC Louisville, Kentucky, and Dr. Marvin Daniel Scrutenfry, ADC Portland, Oregon. The ADG was the first non academic organization accredited by the ACVD to provide a residency training program in today's host the largest ACVD residency classes preparing future board certified dermatologists. We take great pride in our commitment to the clinical practice of veterinary dermatology as well as the training and development of the next generation of specialists in our field. We congratulate the new board certified veterinary dermatologists and welcome them to our exciting and deeply rewarding specialty and veterinary medicine. Visit TalkingPets.com for this story and join our Facebook family. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Jalyn Sidlow. Doctors are getting lazy though, man. I went to the dermatologist to get a little mole checked out. The guy looks at the mole and is like, oh, Todd, this doesn't look too good. I'm going to do a biopsy on this. Call me next week for the results. Oh, you're doing a cancer test and I have to call you. (laughs) Hey, Doc, you don't be a stranger either, buddy. (laughs) What if that test comes up positive? The guy's gonna be like, oh man, I hope this dude calls. (laughs) Doesn't he know he has cancer? How could I possibly help him? Should I add him to my buddy list? Nah, he can wait for my monthly you have cancer mass email. It's kind of like what I dealt with all day today with my alarm company. So nobody, nobody wants to work. All they want to do is like make up excuses. It's like, why do I pay you all this money? To make up excuses. That's about it. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. 
I hope you all have a great one out there. So, you know, it's it's interesting, Julie, because nowadays um, they have specialty me- medicines for everything, and dermatologists in the veterinary field is just one of those. So, um, basically, what they do is, um, you know, when your doctor sees that your your pet is having a skin problem, now they send you to a dermatologist. It's do you remember the old days when you went to a vet and they did everything? Now it's, it's like... It's the same thing with dentistry. You know, dentistry, you have to go... You might be able to get a filling, you know, and a crown or something from your dentist, but then things have to be shipped out. And God forbid you need, you know, um, a root canal. Then you have to go to an endodontist. And it's it's like everything is all spread out. And, yeah, it's, it's a bummer when you um, have to go to so many different specialists. It's great that they're available... But it'd be great if your veterinary could handle, you know, 90% of the things that you need. Oh, it, it would be wonderful. Um, but, in, you yeah. know, it seems like the, the animal field is becoming very much like the human field. I've got to send you to yes. this specialist so that you're going to spend $2,000. Whereas normally it would be included with my costs. But because I have to send you to a specialist, you're going to pay an extra $2,000. Oh, exactly. And now you're going to have to wait four months to get an appointment because there's exactly. so many people that want to see the specialist. And you can't go unless you have a referral. And then your insurance may not cover it. So it's just a big rat race. <laughs> and then you're sitting there, instead of what you want to say, you just give a big ho, ho, ho to you, too. That's not what you're saying in your head. Uh, anyway, well, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Um, I want to give away if you haven't, if you've never won the Vitacraft uh, Lick and Lap treats or the meaty morsels, the next two calls that come in the Jayla, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you and especially your cats. We're going to send you out the treats. So if you call eight four four three zero five seventy eight hundred eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. We're going to send you out some treats for your cats from Vitacraft. So just call. You don't even have to come on air. Just talk to Jayla. Wish her a Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll ship you out those treats so that you can try them. And they have been. If you've checked out the latest People magazine, they're right there in the magazine and listed as one of the top treats of 2022 for your pets. Um, So check it out. Uh, Also, if you're part of our Facebook family, I posted it on there so you could see the article as well. Uh, If you're not part of our Facebook family, I hope that you'll join. Go to TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. And on the top of the website are the icons. And you can just click on Facebook and become one of our family members. So, Darla did it. Liba did it. You do it. And Merry Christmas. Again, uh, from myself, John Patch. Angeline Sidlow. I'm Devin Leach. We say goodbye for this hour of Talking Pets. Don't forget, call if you want some cat treats, 844-305-7800. And visit your local shelter and rescue. If you want to give a pet a home during this holiday season, please go to your local shelter. Right now, I say goodbye as I'm going to chase my cat around my house because she just ran in with a huge lizard in her mouth. Bye for now. Enjoy. Happy holidays. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.